0: me microsoft's digital assistant because i'm clippy it's radio free <laughs> Topag, bag and i'm audrey i'm donovan <laughs> we workshopped that one pretty good i think that's a pretty good bit i think that's a pretty funny audio joke the
1: preparation for an episode is typically about 30 seconds of making yep. the question document and 10 minutes of crafting the perfect intro just like that one like little clippy <laughs> <laughs> the waveform is
0: gnarly looking
1: I'll tell you that
0: <laughs> almost looks like
1: a paper clip
0: I'm going to have to cut the base up? out of that yeah. I'm going to have to cut the legs out from under that joke so that it's not sonically unpleasant
1: yeah we can't have a repeat of Linkin Park crawling in my skin
0: three years <laughs> that ago was, that was within Double the first audio. Eight episodes because <laughs> we make reference I was listening to episode eight the other day for whatever reason I just picked that one out of the air uh, and we make reference to crawling Crawl. Yeah. If you There's haven't heard that one, Adele.
1: listen, or go back in time to the guest episode with Adele. Can you believe we got her on the eighth episode? It's You're crazy. not going to believe your ears, uh, and your ears are not going to work after the Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> Audrey, we're introducing a new segment this week, Ooh. I understand. It's called
0: Tooth Time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, let's all go to the dentist. Yes. Let's all go to the dentist. Yes. Have ourselves some work done.
1: Have ourselves a floss, a picture, if you will, <laughs> yeah, about a half dozen anthropomorphized, anthropomorphized tooth characters. Teeth hey, one, like
0: one big molar guy, right? And, like, and there's like a little tube of toothpaste and a box of floss
1: oh watch out for the canine twins they'll nip you and it's the two little sharp teeth they're kind of the bad boys of the bunch (laughs) no fuck i had at least good news with how this resolved but i had i went out and had fancy dinner with two friends over the weekend Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm because most of our friends are out of town we were like what if we went to a seafood place and slurped a bunch of oysters i don't really like oysters though so i got crab cakes Crab and cakes
0: I'm, are so fucking good.
1: One of my favorite foods. And a, a rarity to be in the middle of the country and be like, it's crab cake time, you know? Right. But this was, you got to go fancy mode for it in, in a landlocked state. And so they're slurping the oysters, no tooth trouble there. I, th- In retrospect, I think I must have bit down on a little bit of crab shell a or something. Because all of a sudden, just shooting pain. Mm. top side of my gums and so that was bothering me we're like out i've got aura gel in my pocket i'm like going to the bathroom oh i'm doing lines no i'm i'm numbing my fucking gums because <laughs> it was so bad and i you was like do that
0: with cocaine also you could use cocaine to numb your gums
1: god damn it how did i fucking think of that that could have been the perfect night yeah <laughs> But no, not not fucking great. So I'm kind of freaking out. And like, I used snooze for a long time. I smoked back in the day. So I'm like, this is it. What if it's mouth cancer? (sighs) Because my mind's rational. My teeth hurt. It's got to be cancer. But ironically, I'm freaking myself out a bit. It's the holiday weekend. So the dentists are fucking closed. So I've been worrying. I finally go into the dentist today. And they're like, yeah, you're good. Thumbs huh? up. And I was like, what about like mouth cancer? And they're like, oh, no, you'd know if it was mouth cancer. <laughs> I was like, okay, good. Thank God. So now my teeth are okay, but a little bit of a, a traumatizing time for Spooky. the old chompers. Uh,
0: I recently also had tooth time. Uh... Tooth time? My dentist's office, I'm going to buzz market a dentist here. His name is Vincent Williams. He's in the Shout 10th floor out. of the Karoo Tower. Big Vinny! Big Vinny uh, reminds me very much of Bernard Sanders. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, and uh, seems like a total sweetie. Uh, I've had two appointments with him. I went for the consultation. He's like, this one needs a root canal for sure. And he like knocks on it with the fucking two, with the tool. Uh, he goes, you feel that you feel how that hurts? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, it yeah. hurts. Stop hitting yeah. it with metal. It <laughs> He's like, now this one knocks on it. He goes, doesn't need a root canal. This one knocks on it again. I'm like, come on. God Ow. damn. Do you see the damn difference? It. Well one just difference? feels this one hurts. See? One feels
1: unpleasant in general because you're hitting your teeth with metal and then the other one's agony. <laughs> Can you see the difference?
0: <laughs> uh I go in for the actual drill, drill sesh, and uh he's like, Okay, I'm gonna open the two that I think well it's, anyway. He goes, uh this one needs a root canal, these two might. Oof. Damn, three root canals, maybe that sucks. Oof. Uh he's like, I'm gonna open the two that are maybes first we'll fill those if they need filled we'll root canal them if they need root canal and then we'll open the third one because we know that one's a problem for sure Lucky number three okay. baby he opens the first one he goes hey it's a filling i go all right <laughs> hey, hey yeah <laughs> fills it in opens the second one hey another filling let's I go hey go. i'm doing great kicking ass over here he opens the third one he looks at it and he goes you're not giving me what i need for a root canal i'm like they love to be funny little guys dentists
1: (laughs) this is awful and painful and scary quit with the fucking quips
0: and remarks the commentary (laughs) he goes all right we're gonna have you do another uh, x-ray so he has the x-ray and he's like this is nowhere near your nerve i don't think you need a uh, root canal what do you what do you eat normally what's like do you like chips yeah i love Uh chips he goes what kind of chips i go kettle chips he throws his hands up oh those are the worst ones he's like you can't eat kettle chips anymore i'm like i can't eat kettle chips anymore. come on he's like what about almonds you like almonds i'm like i love almonds he's like stop it (laughs) i'm like jesus fuck no nothing i like i can eat anymore he even said fried shit anything with fried food because you can get a little chunk that's a little too hard and break a tooth off with a little hard piece you'd know if it's fried too hard and you wouldn't bite it you know what i mean well, unless Careful. you're
1: me, then you bite
0: the shell or whatever the fuck, grab oh, me up and bust up your teeth for a week. Oh, it anyway, ends, to... ends up being three fillings, no root canals, no canals. Good shit. Love it.
1: Thank God. You're like, Hey, I got a root canal and I got the a fucking ever given stuck in my teeth. Hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need the root eerie canal.
1: The sign of a, of a good friend is if they point out the ever given stuck in your teeth, in your root canal nice (laughs) i'm glad you didn't have to get canaled i'm fucking glad i didn't have to either i was not in the mood for dental surgery as i'm sure most of us aren't they're
0: so gnarly root canals are such a gnarly fucking procedure too uh you know what'd be cool Hmm. birds got this shit figured out what if we just had a
1: keratinized beak instead of teeth
0: Huh? If th- th- then our faces would vary regionally based on diet. Like we would have a different uh, total yeah. situation.
1: <laughs> That'd be pretty good, actually. And there's like different, like, oh, uh, you know what they say about like hummingbird beak people <laughs> <laughs> we uh, eat nectar. <laughs> they really, they really can get in there or something. Damn, I'm like picturing all
0: tongues for sure.
1: Oh, absolutely. They got a fucking bigger tongue than I do. I'm I'm going through my head picturing different types of bird beaks on people, and it's a great time. Listener, you know what I'd have?
0: What would you have? You can tell by this. This thing that I got going on right here when I make my neck. I have a pelican. Big.
1: Oh, Okay.
0: Yeah. Scoop, big,
1: scoop stuff up out of the water and, and expel the water thing. while, while yeah. keeping the delicious fish. Hell yeah.
0: I feel I'll like I'd be too. a
1: toucan... On account of I got a big tongue and that big bill would probably accommodate that nicely. My problems could be resolved.
0: Maybe that's <laughs> the then problem. You'd, then you'd have but, a weird
1: dry tongue with no saliva. That sounds rad to me. You imagine <laughs> fucking kissing is just like having a thumb war in your mouth. It's like <laughs> just fucking just knocking into tappies. each other. It makes like a
0: clicking sound. It's
1: like, <laughs> I my head canon is now is that I have a two cans tongue. I <laughs> half live in the bird reality, but they didn't quite finish the job and. It also explains my cravings for uh what what kind of fucking fruits in the jungle? A dragon fruit. I don't think guava that's in the jungle. A guava there we go. A toucan would eat a guava. We can't confirm. Absolutely that. would. And I've liked that this is dovetailed nicely from teeth time into bird time. Cause I was watching a video before this about how crows are real smart.
0: Oh yeah. And now I want a crow friend friend of the show partner of the me corla is working on getting the local corvids to be friends with her so whenever she sees crows she like goes she's like oh fuck stay right there and then like goes back (laughs) in the house and like goes and gets food and like very very uh pointedly like makes a lot of eye contact with him is like looking at him and sets the food on the ground like eh, eh, this is coming from me homie it's me i'm giving you food and so she's trying to get some crow friends
1: today you tomorrow me then you drop your keys down the sewer and caca fucking come plucks them right out
0: those is yours
1: attaches multiple sticks together to pull it out because they can do that shit they can make multi-part tools they're smarter than a seven-year-old that's fucked up that's so cool bird time it's back (laughs) hey you know what else is back what else is back it's the it's the question beak Audrey the segment of the show where we wrangle up our question pelican and we see what he's got swimming around in the in the question bill and uh so let's do that it's time for the question beak but first a word from our sponsors Carl! Carl! Oh, hey, I'm a really smart crow. Hey, the smartest animal of the bird kingdom. So you know you can listen to me. And you know what I say in between cawing and general racket? I I say, head on over to patreon.com slash rftb, where you can support the program you're listening to now. Wow, that's better than a a, a half-opened bag of Cheez-Its that somebody let out. I tell you what, uh, because... you can find all kinds of good snacks back behind that paywall. They got like 75 bonus episodes banked up back there. Plus a new bonus episode every week. Incredible. Patreon.com slash RFTB. Uh, go sign up, or, or, or me and the Crow Buddies are going to come to your house and we're going to peck your eyes out. The bird style. Caw! Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, huh. Asking all questions. Asking all questions. Why are you asking all questions? Making statements. you Until... you are listening in s- 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 stereo. <laughs> Hopefully that effect worked as anticipated. That's right, no, motherfuckers. We record it's... mono. We record mono? We do, yeah. We gotta we got stereo that shit up. Give him twice the goodness. Zencaster doesn't do it. Shit! <laughs> 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 well, imagine that we strafe from ear to ear, listener, because we're about to strafe you with some questions here. It's everybody's favorite part of the show. The question, beak, bill, whatever, uh,
0: <laughs> whatever a beak. pelican has. Pelicans are bills,
1: but you said beak. I did say beak. I mean, I guess it's a beak, but they got kind of a pouch component. This is a really big beak, big enough to hold all the questions. And the way this works is you, the listener, you can send your questions into us uh, on our social media at RFTB pod on Twitter and Instagram and at our website, rftb.me. It's like uh, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Different, different animal. I thought that was a bird related saying. Birds of a feather question together. That's right. We got questions from you this week. Audrey, be careful reaching in there, but which one of these, uh, which one of these suckers you got to pop out first?
0: (laughs) I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about it. I'm just, I'm I'm just going to random through it. Which listener has the juiciest ass? Oh, shit. Well, you do listener. That's the
1: listener listening to this. (laughs) the girl listening to this (laughs) (laughs) well we've talked about it we listen to our own show sometimes you just Mm. mention it sometimes you you go back into the archives and we're like wonder what we were like
0: three years ago or something like that
1: and so i'm technically a listener and i'm as we've established
0: i'm caked the fuck up that's true uh i saw myself in the mirror at the unnamed retail establishment today i was walking by i'm wearing like a skirt like a little pencil skirt situation and i caught sight of my ass and i was like i'm dragging a fucking wagon now that's right i got the juicy butt so you know maybe the juiciness of the butt is in the heart you know what i'm saying like uh (laughs) maybe it's, it's the juicy ass in your heart that you need to be concerned with. And everybody who listens to
1: this show has the best heart because they're cool people because they listen to this show. That's true fucking right. Now, we, we may be number 152 in Ecuador in the sexuality podcast category, but we're number one in the podcasts with hosts who have great asses category. And that's, that's a fact. I just checked the chart myself. <laughs> okay. And also you have the juiciest ass question asker. Is yeah. that what you're looking for? Is that you want to be told how juicy you are?
0: You're like White. a damn gusher. You're like a damn juicy fruit gum. I started buying gushers and eating them cuz I'm shit. like returning to childhood and it's very good. That's right.
1: Heavily valued in the uh in the middle school cafeteria for sure. Do oh, they hold yeah. up?
0: Do they hold up? They're waxier than you remember. yeah. But Still pretty good, good burst right. of juice. Love it. Taste it. On, a,
1: on a scale of one to five, juicy asses. How so many are you giving given these? All right. So okay. Interesting. Maybe I'll take a swing at that again. I had a Twizzler yeah. the other day. That, speaking of waxy, yeah,
0: it's all, it's all right. I love a Twizzler actually, especially the fucking just waxy ass strawberry ones that come in the little in the little pack that is <sighs> desiccated on the fucking shelf like oh, it's been yeah. sitting there for thirty five fucking years. <laughs> those are so good
1: like chewing on a paper straw delightful that's what i say okay here comes another question now let's tackle a little controversy up front okay well because we got some controversy we got two Uh, extreme controversies. They're really coming
0: at us this episode. They
1: are. Last week was off the rails. This week we're back on the rails, Uh, but now the listeners know where we're going to be, because you just got to set up an ambush on the rails, and they are ready to (laughs) ambush us with this question. (laughs) Four people with penises giving advice on munching box? Maybe give that question some more airtime when you've got a guest who actually been on the receiving end of Cunnilingus.
0: I think that's a fair point. That's true. But... I will say that the questions come when they come, and it's we right. answer them. We just it was just in the dock, and we just pulled it out of the ether. We usually don't think about who's on the show. We don't think about what really it's is all going on. Vibes. With it. It's just vibes. It's
1: a hundred percent vibes. Sometimes and it's kind of a toss up because you're guaranteed you got our solid expertise, but sometimes you might get an actual therapist, uh, and other times you you might get our our dickhead friends who <laughs> we love very much and end up just goofing off with the yeah. whole damn time. And we, yeah, yeah, we just kind of go on vibes. Also, I think that was the question posted by goddamn Guy Fieri. And so you have <laughs> to give us some leeway with how we answered that. We were all reeling. Yeah. Uh, Baj, you brought this up before the show. We probably got at least 50 years pussy eating experience yeah. between the four of us, so Hey, we're doing our best out here with the tools that God
0: gave us. Would you prefer if now we ask every like person with a vagina on the show, like everyone who comes on, we ask, like, so how do you munch box? <laughs> yeah. We have a traditional too.
1: guest question, how do you like your <laughs> pussy <eight."> ate? <laughs> we always hit them with this one. They love yeah. it. They love it. <laughs>
0: that would suck john, shit. It was Can't john
1: mcafee's favorite question oh r.i.p R.I.P. to a real one uh but so that's the actual
0: answer yeah. on that uh but Maybe we should, you know what let's take it under consideration and like think about like guest composition when we we're answering you know just a little no. bit we can just give it a, okay <laughs> all
1: right <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> no that's a that's a fair point we kind of, we do a little bit. At least when I'm looking at these, sometimes I'll yeah. highlight them if I'm like, this is a good one with the guest. I say or sometimes. Like, I've been doing that for like two episodes.
0: If a guest is specifically mentioned, we'll try to get that question onto mm-hmm. that episode.
1: But well, um, you get the idea. Listen, yeah. we're, we're a fly-by-night operation. I don't know what that means exactly, but maybe we are. I mean, we're we're a recording tonight,
0: right now. Come Holy here. shit. He's gone. We've had multiple cat spottings, but never a dog spotting. Which is odd. Do you think that someone would have a dog?
1: They're, they tend to be a little zippy. Well, no, I can't say They're fucking zoomier than cats. What the fuck am I talking about? But they don't have the long stretches of, like, blocked nap time that cats mm-hmm. tend to have.
0: I just made the worst decision I could make and ate a cracker in the middle of recording this podcast. What in God's name are you doing? I have to put them over here because get get them away. Oh,
1: Mm. there's a little ASMR for your ass. I'm such a good cracker. All right. So that's our answer to that one. Let's address this other controversy.
0: Yeah, I'll read that one. Very anti daddy's one liner texts and very pro the lady with long texts. We don't stand poor communication or making fun of women for trying to communicate.
1: Hey, you know what? We don't either. Next question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Like,
1: I don't think we're trying to make fun of a woman, right. particularly for communicating. There's just sometimes you see a motherfucking multi scroll text wall and you're like, that, I don't think that can be good. Like, right. okay, certain circumstances for some people, that's how you have to communicate. But, like, in general, given that you're capable of it and, like, able to see each other or talk on the phone or something, I'm kind of of the mind that once the text box, if this is a serious conversation, once the text box is bigger than the screen, yeah, it's just no good. It becomes yeah. slow, it's easy to misread things, and that can derail the conversation. Like, if you're going to have a big, kind of heavy convo, I feel like doing it on the on the phone is your best bet, at least, if you really got to hash some shit
0: out. I think so. This is a fairly grave accusation. I don't. I don't really recall. Did we make fun of the person? I don't know that. Like,
1: you're asking we took a cavalier person.
0: tone towards. Yeah. Texting that hard. You got to keep in mind, though, that we the Guy
1: Fieri question was something. <laughs>
0: That's my excuse for having. blame it on the guy the that's right blame <laughs> it
1: on them grocery games uh cuz it's just kind of sad this but I, but i don't know i a sincere answer here hopefully people get this we try not to attack anybody unless they yeah. really fucking suck and unequivocally deserve it which certainly not the case with this person i can't even remember if that was from a question or
0: anecdotes we were talking about it was, there was a question, something along the lines of like, uh, my text style differs from my partner, which is something uh, we talk about with some regularity. And Garrett brought up an ex of his who texts quite a bit and yeah. listener, you didn't see the text wall. You know, it was, it was honestly a lot. We're I scrolling think scrolling
1: at least three screens yeah, of text. at least
0: three screens long of well, and then maybe maybe there's criticism to be levied there. Garrett is not here to answer for it, but then the, like there would be like a one line response, uh, and then like another text ball. And you but do like, got to do more than the one line
1: response, I'd say, or be like, hey, let's move this to call. Yeah, but do you also want to call. If it's, I think if it's, oh,
0: that's such a powerful move. If somebody's text balling you, you go, hey, do you want to call you want me a and chat talk on about the it? phone real quick? That's huge. Yeah. That's a huge thing.
1: Because unless you know, breakup situation and, and the partner is just not getting it, or I guess the now X for, you know, it's becoming uh non-productive kind of just mean spirited, venting conversation. Sure. I, I think you can just hop out of those ones. I don't think you got to, you know, be, be sitting in there to get hit with a, a multi-screen text. But I, I also can't remember the context because I, I can't even remember when I read the question, as we've established. <laughs> uh, but I think we I think we've uh, addressed this pretty well, and yeah. we're a hey, we're we're taking that into consideration.
0: Yeah, whenever or, whenever anything like this comes across our desk, we always think about it. We discuss it a little bit before the show. We talk about you know were we how jerks we, we
1: could do better because we're trying not to be jerks. That's the kind of Yeah, we don't want to be we jerks. We it's don't like the number one jerks. thing.
0: We like and people say that they like the mix of sincerity and comedy that comes out of this program and that we're like doing good in that way and I, you know, I obviously, like I said when I when we talked about ContraPoints, I want to hear the criticism. Like if somebody has a genuine problem with the yeah. show, I want to hear it uh so that we can learn and grow. And, you know, we're going to
1: try to strike that balance a little better maybe
0: the cookie crumbles
1: it's just an off the rails episode last week too
0: forgive us going buck wild
1: sometimes it's just how it goes when five different people ask us absolutely bizarre questions from the (laughs) point of view of guy fury and also eel reproduction it's dragging my mind to too many places what am I supposed to be using, eel tone or sensitivity tone? It's difficult. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking inside. For sure, we appreciate you listening, though. And, yeah, thanks uh, for listening. Yeah, and we salute you. Uh, we don't we don't stand making fun of people for trying to communicate either, or just poking a little fun at a at a multi-screener, as the kids call them. <laughs> okay, here's a more serious question. Can you all please tell me everything you know about tucking? I've looked it up a dozen times and still haven't figured it out. All caps. Where does the balls go?
0: I'm like raising my hand. Like, can, yes, I, Audrey. can I go ahead and feel this? One? <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, step one. You take your testic And you kind of just. So like above the balls where they normally hang out, there is this thing called the intercrural canal goes up either side of, you know, you got the like fat pad, like on the front of your pubis, right up inside that. You just poke them up there and you got, you kind of feel around like where exactly that goes for you, but you just kind of push them up uh, and you find where they go. Donovan, you were talking about how you can't do that.
1: I can't do it. One of them's too big, but even the regular size one, it just is a little uh it's not a good feeling mm-hmm. but I, I i i I think i got some pipes crossed or some shit down there because i had to get the old the old surgery from a problem right. with the testicle descent and well we
0: covered that hit the backlog yeah. if you want to know about
1: my balls
0: <laughs> um so if it doesn't work for you it doesn't work for you um which is no fun if you want to get the the tuck look um but if it does work for you, you just kind of push them up on the backside of your fat pad that you got on your mons, on your pubis. And then you take your wiener and you flip it around, pull it back, and you tuck it between your legs and your butt cheeks. And then you put on uh, usually like a, a nice pair of like tight panties or like leggings will take care of it sometimes, yeah. depending on how tight the fit is. But you want something like real snug uh, to hold everything in place. Uh, it will fucking fall apart at some point during the day and you'll have to Damn go it. fix it. Uh, it's just a motherfucking fact of life. But um, you can you can do it. Uh, I don't typically. Uh, I don't have a whole ton going on really, so I usually can get away with it. Uh, but yeah, it's sort of it's it's like if you have a bigger dick, it's actually easier to tuck it because there's more oh. of it to hang like to actually Catch and to yeah. be like held in place. My situation, I'm a John a grower. Everyone knows this. If, if you listen to this program, you know about my dick size. Uh, it'll like just like escape the tuck. It'll just be like, haha, bye. <laughs> just like <laughs> not give a shit about it. You know, I'm out of here. I'm outta catch outta you here. later. Yeah, catch you later.
1: Um, what about like? Does anybody use the, I don't know like medical
0: tape or something? you can you can do that something that would help it seems uncomfortable i've never done it it seems uncomfortable there's there's a lot of hair i would say like maybe like a size down on panties like if you're like your regular size is like a xl go down to like an l and see if you can't get a real snug Uh, fucking. yeah Uh, see if you can get it to hold in place um yeah that's all i that's all i know about tucking I'm wondering,
1: like, because I've started watching some RuPaul's Drag Race sure. recently, a few seasons. I I got to imagine there's some queens out there with like a tuck tutorial or something, where
0: they get a, a tutorial, yeah,
1: a tuck tutorial, where they get a little bit more into it, because they they they're talking about that on there, but not usually like the 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 technique, right, or just kind of like. Oh, well, somebody's name is is Trinity the Talk, which is a fantastic drag queen name. No, really I think I'm right. watching like season five right now. Hey, message in the Discord if you want to talk about Drag Race. It's so good.
0: If only RuPaul. I personally am aware of the ways in which RuPaul is problematic. Also, I was going to people... say the,
1: the the fracking well, in the fucking backyard, <laughs> not great. Not great. Having Nancy Pelosi on the show, not great.
0: Not great. Um, still using the T slur.
1: I thought... Damn, it sucks. I thought we'd move past that. They made, I thought we'd move past that. But I, she the, made last some I, progress. the last I
0: heard about it was like, you know, I earned that word. Uh,
1: I I hope not. Because so. there's a couple things on that show like, this one is hilarious how fucking over-the-top bad it is, but there used to be a segment, or well, there still is, but like, you get a message from Rue at the start of the day or whatever, mm-hmm. and it used to be called Chi Mail. Like, like, like the mail. Yeah. And, I, and even like 15 years ago, I don't know, pretty like early into it, multiple people were like, "You can't call it you that." Can't do Come that? Come on, yeah. Uh, and there's since been like some trans queens on. It seems like at least some progress has been made, but yeah, not uh yeah, not the best. Rue, right. get your shit together. Stop yeah. fracking. It's yeah. Tough. <laughs> Just call people what they want to be called. You and know, don't call fuck. people
0: what they do not want to be and called. don't do
1: that. And or do like, change your ways and come on the show. That'd be
0: pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, if we got RuPaul, i kind of be into it. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool.
1: <laughs> Folks! I'm bringing that one back this week. All right, this isn't a drag race pod. This is a question race pod. We're to answer your questions. What questions do we want to answer? Just like a race, you know, where you kind of pick who you want to beat and and answer them. That's Mm -hmm. what we're going to do with this next one.
0: Floor it. (laughs) Hello, different podcast hosts. (laughs) Oh, God damn it. That's good. Uh, Hello, Jordan and Jesse from Jordan. Jesse go. I'll just fill that in for you. Uh, I was on vacation with some extended family in a configuration in which several different people used the same shower. This dilemma has now entered my life and I need answers. What is the most socially acceptable busting locale if you are to J.O. in the bath? <laughs> so are we
1: talking, is every people use the same shower? Are we talking you're actually jerking it while taking a bath? Or are we just like, I don't know, the bath, the fucking
0: shower the, bath. Like the half unit. bath or whatever, yeah. yeah. Um, I would say if you're in a communal situation and you need, like, you know, you need to not befoul anything. Yeah, you, you don't want, want to be very considerate. Hanging out directly into the bowl and flush—that's yep. what you got to do. Waffle stop that load. <laughs> if you're in the shower, you can do the drain, but that's still like if somebody found out that you had busted in that drain, they might be upset with you.
1: Yeah, and then that's where I'm like, you just—you've got to make sure you're not leaving any remnants because right. shit's gonna clump. In a yep. big way. Sometimes it gets in your leg hair, and it's fucking hard to get it out after it dries. That's not great. But so I'm thinking, you want to like, when the moment comes, you want to be aimed the way you're trying to aim. Like you don't want to accidentally shoot it onto the wall, and then you think you got it, but there's a fucking clump left, and it gets stuck right. to somebody's foot, and they're like, "Hey, who left it? hot glue in the shower?" Wait, who left a their clumpy footload? <laughs> yeah. I think you just want to make sure there, there there's no fucking, you know, evidence around. You could bring a little piece of toilet paper in there, bust Good. in the paper.
0: That will disintegrate in the shower.
1: Yeah, that's even worse. Okay, don't do that. But I mean, okay, maybe the hand and then Catch to it the drain.
0: Into the drain. I just, I think that you do a dry jack directly into the bowl is your is your vacation move. You're not... You're on vacation. You're using the same bathroom as other people. This is a no frills situation. This is going to be utility orgasms all the way down. It's like, for example, right. if I'm on a trip with a whole bunch of people, I can't bring the damn Hitachi with me. Oh, no. you know, that's a luxury item.
1: I think you're, you're mixing you're up some in that goddamn bathroom.
0: Yeah. Your bacon shower omelets. <laughs> it's really, but it's it really just keep keep track of
1: your load. Keep track of clumps. Yeah. Don't don't just let them fly because you will lose them. They're hard to locate. That's true.
0: It's usually so, like white tile. It's hard to get yeah. hard to get a beat on the Spunkum. So,
1: try to get a beat. Hard to get a beat on the Spunkum. That's right. So control those clumps. Try to aim your ship. What a dual waffle stomp at the end. This, this is the greatest show <laughs> on the goddamn planet. We got birds. We got controversy. We got shower clumps. <laughs> Try to get them into the drain. Sometimes he will get stuck in one of the drain holes. That's not good. Waffle stop that shit. I just love saying the
0: word waffle stomp. It is specifically poop, though. Waffle stomping is specifically pooping into a shower drain.
1: Yeah, I guess this would be omelet stomp.
0: Omelet stomping. You know, was the, the B side to omelet. tub thumping.
1: <laughs> you know, the part of making an omelet where you stomp it through a grate. <laughs>
0: It's much yeah. like that. It's much it's very like good. that. it's well, uh, full of ham chunks, and
1: I guess you could also just like lock the bathroom door, run the shower, jerk off on the toilet into like some TP, and flush that sucker. Yep. Boom. Also a move. Clean as a be- whistle.
0: And all of this is sort of dependent upon what your production schedule looks like. That's right. I'm just I'm just thinking that the the best all around target is that you want a neutrally buoyant. You want it in the water. You want to hit water.
1: Flush it and get it out of there. Yep. Or contained within a a little paper
0: product. Mm-hmm. But I think
1: those are your big options. Just keep it on a down low. Do, do a little spunk search and recovery at the end if you feel like you had any loose rounds. And then,
0: you should be pretty good. Uh, I gotta worry about this no more. I come spring water.
1: What if this is the person who wrote in months ago asking how to produce Thicker loads, and now it's come back to haunt them. <laughs> they got a fucking a full man-sized nut standing next to him in the shower. How am <laughs> I gonna
0: get rid of this? How am I gonna explain? And it just fucking coalesces into a man. <laughs> oh hey, what's up, bro? Cool shower situation. That would be fucking horrifying. Like fighting a man made of load. damn
1: That could be. It's like one of them ghost fighters or like pixel fighters and Smash Bros, where like you can yeah. kind of tell what character it is, but the resolution is just not there. You can't make mustache hairs out of cum. It's simply not going to work. It's it's going to be like Mario's mustache, just a few truer words,
0: Donovan. You can't make mustache, whatever the fuck it you is. Can't you can't
1: make a mustache out of com. That's what we always say. That's the evergreen advice you listen to this show for. All right, here's another question. I'm horrified. Oh, this is this is a big one. Hey, Audrey and Dono and mysterious guest person.
0: I'm looking around, I don't see anybody.
1: It's the it's the spunk homunculus. The spunk uh huspunculus. <laughs> spunk- that's
0: the mystery guest. <laughs> the huspunculus,
1: <whole> <laughs> A man-sized sentient load.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love the spunk-ulous. That's so good.
1: Like the fucking uh Alex whatever. Nickelodeon show where she turns into silver slime Mm. that was a show I probably I remember seeing ads for it I don't remember anything else about it she turned into slime and she went down the drain okay that's we've we've covered the first couple words of this question I've been a listener for years now and your podcast has helped me so much with self-acceptance and my sexuality hell yeah yay! we're glad to hear that thank you so much for that Uh, so it's finally time to write in with a question Imagine a, a thick German accent. All right. I'm zwei und zwanzig male. I can't keep this up and I don't have enough <laughs> German words. I think that's 22 though. This week I've met an amazing girl and we've really hit it off. We've tried having sex twice now and both times we're going great, except I couldn't seem to get proper hard, mm. sad face. Uh, We still had a really great time and she was really nice about it, but now after the euphoria of being with her has worn off, I feel very anxious and embarrassed about it. It wasn't performance anxiety, because I feel very comfortable with her, and I don't really remember being nervous. Uh, These are the first two times I've tried having sex ever, so I'm doing a bit of self-discovery. I've always been very heavily into BDSM and have never really seen the appeal of vanilla sex. And now I wonder if I just can't get aroused like this at all, or if I should have done things differently. I don't really understand what people like to do in vanilla sex or what I should do. So my questions are basically, is it possible that I just can't get hard with vanilla sex? And is that okay? I feel like a freak. Uh, what is the thing you enjoy about vanilla sex? Uh, parentheses, I love making out and giving head. But other than that, I don't understand. haha. ha, ha. Uh, And should I talk to her about it? I have a strong impression that she's very vanilla when it comes to sex, and I don't want her to find me weird. Thank you for reading my little identity struggle and for all the laughs and wisdom. All the love forever. TLDR, my dick don't do dick.
0: That's a good one. Great question. Thank you for listening. We love you and we care about you a lot. Um, It is possible that you. Can't get proper hard without a BDSM element. This is a possibility. And if this is the case, it does not make you a freak. It does not make you wrong or broken or irredeemable or anything like that. It's just it's, what you're into. It's just what you're into. It does limit your horizons in terms of what you can do with who. Um, and so I I am concerned that maybe this person is too vanilla for you possible which is sad i don't like that i don't want that to be the case but like if you like if the kind of sex that she wants to have doesn't hold any real appeal to you that sounds like a no-brainer to me that sounds like horns yeah i would say that
1: if this was more like, I don't know, they've been with more people and like, so as this that's partner you. and they're really only into it. Uh, But I'm getting the impression like this, this partner is less experienced too. Did they
0: mention that? Seem. That's the vibe I'm getting.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> like if it's your, if it's your first time also, cause I, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of factors going on here. Like, up to this point you've been doing just masturbation and with that you can focus a hundred percent on what you're into and so you're watching bdsm porn you know the things that do it for you that's what does it for you uh but like that also doesn't mean that you're locked into only that and that you can't get into anything else and because i audrey like i feel what you're saying if this is a pure mismatch of they're only into vanilla stuff don't want to do anything else that and like you both know that very well then I could see it being like, you're going to have better luck part ways and finding somebody out, uh, finding somebody else, you know, who who aligns with what you're into. Uh, but like, especially with you, this just being the first two times you've had sex, like that can factor into the ability to get hard. Even if you weren't that's feeling true. nervous, like that's a lot to do it for the first time. You know, you're paying attention to a lot of shit. You don't have to pay attention to, you know, when you, when you're masturbating.
0: Yeah, uh, I hadn't really considered that in my answer. Um, that's, that's his, a very important piece of this puzzle is the inexperience. It's just that, it's just that newness,
1: you know, and then that adds to it with that newness, but still having like this developed sense of kink. You don't have like the communication experience with sexual partners of being like, Hey, this is what I'm into. What are you into? Is anything like a hard no for you? Like, where do we line up or whatever? Uh, and that can be like stressful too. and, And a difficult thing to approach for the first time. Uh, but so depending on like the strength of this relationship, like how comfortable you are talking about stuff, and it it, it seems like you're pretty comfortable based on what you're describing, even if you, you know, couldn't get hard and all of that. It seems like this this partner's pretty accepting and you're comfortable with them. Uh I would just have the talk about one, like, hey, this was my first couple times. I'm kind of bummed, I couldn't get hard, you know. I and it's really not even gonna be a big deal, I I'd imagine, but you, you probably both want that to happen. Uh and so just talk a little bit about what what you're telling us and, and and what your experience is. Cause I think even if this person's not into you know the kinks that you're into, just the being vulnerable and talking about this stuff and being like, hey, like this is what I know about myself. But also, like, I'm kind of inexperienced here. Like, how could we go about this differently, you know, that that might help out? Like, more foreplay, maybe. Or, you know, having a a conversation of if there's anything, like, lightly kinky you'd want to introduce. Or if they're more experienced than we're picking up on, just maybe they're into trying that. Because I think a lot more people are open-minded to that than you'd think. Um, That's true. But, like, all in all here, don't, don't be beating yourself up this much about this uh, at all like this is a completely understandable situation you're not doing anything wrong and uh I, i think that element of it being new is probably playing a bigger part here than than you realize
0: that's absolutely true uh there's another feature of this question how did they put it what is the thing you enjoy about vanilla sex oh
1: I like I, the little bean particle. Fucking vanilla bean chill. <laughs> shut up. Go ahead. You had an actual <laughs> shut <answer>. up, <laughs> um,
0: I think the thing that I mostly like about vanilla sex now as I as I get older is the like the intimacy of touch and the immediacy of having of being fully there and present with somebody. Yeah. There's nothing else in the world, not a single thing can reach us. It's just me and you. Um that I really like. I really like that uh that intimacy and closeness is my number one thing about it. Hell yeah.
1: I I've got a similar thing there and not to say that like kinky sex can't be that level of like right. feeling and, like, and
0: all that that exists that exists in kinky sex, but like as but it's far as not the ven- focus, sure, sure.
1: You know, it, like for me, if I if I'm trying to like dom in a sexual encounter, I'm putting a lot of like focus and kind of mental energy on well, let's do this right. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I'm putting on a performance to some degree, and you can't. You're putting less focus on what you're talking about, Audrey. Of just like. Feeling of each, of each other's bodies and the fucking intimacy of laying naked, and you know your focus really just being on like the one that you know, the, the sex act you're doing. You know you're not trying to juggle any other equipment or keep a, a scene going or, or you know maintain a certain character if you're trying to do something like that. Sure. Do you do uh, a lot
0: of juggling when you're doming?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's over here? <laughs> There's a sibian behind your ear. I'm having sex with an elephant in this example. Big ears, folks. Uh but it but those, like there's there's something to be said about it even if somebody is into kinky shit like I like a good amount of vanilla sex cuz it is for me more the I'm just focusing on what I'm feeling and what I'm like getting from my partner if that makes sense. Yeah. Like really paying attention to their body and how they're reacting to stuff and how they feel and how, what they're doing feels and all of that. And just really sitting there with that feeling of being like this, Hey, this is pretty great. You know,
0: I've never encountered this sentiment before that somebody doesn't see the appeal of vanilla sex. Like I've, that, that is, that is new for me. Cause I'm like, it's, it's sex. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: It sex. It's, it's great. Not a lot of setup required. Yeah. you know, Just kind of doing the, the straightforward stuff. Uh, so I just kind of look for those moments in it. You know, if you're somebody who's dominant and you're not like you're just trying to have a vanilla sex experience, you're not trying to, to, to do anything kind of within the BDSM wheelhouse, you could just pay attention to the way that you're making them feel, you know, like, oh shit, like they're really into this. And like I can feel it, and I'm just paying attention to that. That's pretty hot. If you're more on the sub side, you can kind of do the reverse of like what they're doing to you and just putting your attention on that thing and just enjoying the thing, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: that's kind of my that's kind of my advice for it. Fuck yeah. Let's see. Uh so a strong impression, she's very vanilla. I, th- I think we covered it pretty well. I-, I I do think talk to her about it. i just restate that. You know, it's good to just be open about how you're feeling and, you know, wh- what's good for you and what isn't during sex. If you're yeah. thinking she's very vanilla and you don't want to put her off, like, maybe don't come in fully guns blazing. But I don't think even somebody who's not into it, I don't think anybody's going to be crazily put off by you being like, hey, I'm into this stuff. If you're not, that's okay, but... I'm into right. this stuff. If you want to, you know, try something out with me.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a hundred percent. The energy to bring is to just be like, these are things that are available, uh, available to us to try. It's stuff that I would be interested in doing. If you are not interested, then it will, would don't even worry about it. Like we're not even going to bring it up. Um, just
1: putting the feelers out.
0: Yeah. But it bear in mind, like if this, if this is like an integral part of your sexuality, if this is something that you absolutely need to be sexually satisfied and non-monogamy is not an option, uh, then this may not be the person for you. I'd keep that keep yeah. that in the pocket as well.
1: Definitely a good point. And just kind of dating a general, if you discover that this is real fucking essential for you, you know, then something to bring up uh, you know, earlier on into meeting somebody, yep. or, you know, even looking in kink communities specifically yeah. to meeting find somebody
0: for that context.
1: Right. You're gonna line up with it. Uh, but thanks again for all the fucking nice things you said. Ed.
0: Yeah, it's really sweet. We really love we're hearing th- that from people, especially people listening for years. You're fucking years. growing with us, partner. It's we're possible f- to listen to us for years for That's one thing. That's so cool. crazy. Um, uh, but yeah, we really also the idea of that. the idea of like growing with us because we're we're on a journey too with this whole thing. We're You're damn you know, right, always learning more about sexuality and about ourselves and about um, who we are. And, uh, and about birds and about birds don't Forget that. about video games. And, and uh, yeah, either. we're honored, honored that you would come on that journey with us.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, so definitely, especially being a long-term listener, write in if you want to give us an update if any of this helped or if you, uh, you know, have any kind of epiphany is figuring this stuff out. But yeah, as we said, fucking second time you've had sex, don't be worrying too much at all here. It's all new. Take it, take it a little slow. Don't get too in your head about it. It's gonna be good.
0: Fuck yeah. What else we got? Hey ya, RFTB. How Sup? are my favorite relationship podcasters doing today? Oh shit. Wow. Damn. I'm
1: pretty good. My my teeth ain't, I don't have mouth cancer. That's nice. Big, <laughs> Big thumbs same. up for that.
0: <laughs> good teeth, full heart, can't lose. Uh, here's where I'm at. I matched with someone on Tinder and we've been talking for a couple weeks now we're clicking. Well, and we finally scheduled a day to meet up earlier in the week. I was out thrifting and saw something I thought they would like based on our conversations, not anything huge or expensive, just a VHS of a movie they said they enjoyed. I don't think this is out of line, but what would you think if somebody got you something like that? The first time you met them in real life. Ooh, we've discussed something similar to this on an episode some time ago. Um, Oh, what was her fucking name? She was, a, she was a comedian. We talked about Jeffrey Epstein with her.
1: I can't uh, remember the last question, Audrey. I can't remember the other <laughs> episode.
0: <laughs> I will edit in her name here. I feel like a shitbird. Kat Yiri? Um, I think it was Kat Yiri, now that you mention it. Hell um, yeah. I mentioned i was mass presenting at the time but i mentioned that i like to bring a gift sometimes on a first date and she said if somebody did that to me i would call the police i remember this now <laughs> uh, so like i'm of a mind that a gift can be sweet or like flowers or something i think it's kind of just it's a cute it's very old-fashioned but i think it's like a yeah. cute gesture um and i think it's sort of it's like hey i like i like really like you you know (laughs) i brought you these flowers i brought you flowers i've brought flowers on a first date i've done that shit hell yeah never works (laughs) (laughs) not one fucking time has it ever worked so maybe take that as your barometer like i brought flowers or gifts or chocolates or whatever to dates before and i haven't found a ton of success with that so maybe that's maybe that's not the move
1: I'm thinking like something like flowers and if especially if you've just been talking for a little bit, it comes off a little bit more as the old fashioned thing, which could be a little off-putting to sure. some people, or people might not be into it. Uh and in this case, you know, if I was like, Oh, this is the first time you're meeting, you know, you've only talked a little bit, like it was in their profile, they like this movie or something, you're like, I got you the movie. Uh it, that might be a little a little odd. But if this is like You've been talking for a couple of weeks now. That's a good fucking sign if, like, you've yeah. been keeping up conversation, interested in talking with each other. And this isn't like a big fucking expensive thing or something. VHS yeah. you found at a thrift store. I think that's it's kind of, of fun.
0: You spent a buck fifty on a racer head on VHS. Yeah.
1: It's, like, it's, yes! it's, it's, it's. It's low stakes. It's not gonna come on too strong, but also it's like specific enough of a thing. It's not like hey, I went and got you a gift. It's like, oh shit, we were talking about this. Look what I saw at the fucking thrift
0: store. Yeah, here's a Maybe copy. present of... it that way. Like, yeah, I hey. tripped over this. <laughs> yeah, I, just, my I found this in the backyard. <laughs> like, it's not, I don't even care. No.
1: I found this in the long dead hands of a skeleton I found in the woods. <laughs> clinging to it
0: i don't know what it means but it's yours now <laughs> this is a cursed copy of flash Dance. <laughs> uh but so i i i
1: and even as somebody who, who was non gift supporting typically uh i i like this i think this is sweet i think it's low stakes i've been talking know the
0: title of the film you I got to tell know what us. movie it is because if you bring somebody a copy of Silence of the Lambs, that has a very different tenor yeah. than bringing someone a copy of Mary Poppins. That's That's a that good feels point different too. to me.
1: That's a good point, too. Yeah, yeah. if this is a, a fucking snuff film on VHS, right.
0: maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> a VHS copy of Faces of Death at the thrift store and I thought of you.
1: Here it is. You said you enjoyed <laughs> Grizzly murder. Hey, check this out. <laughs> yeah no so i i i quite like this uh you've and you have some build-up to this meetup too this isn't so much like a test run you you have a little bit of an established relationship I haven't been talking for a couple of weeks so uh i'm pro vhs
0: i think i generally am too um i'm still gonna bring shit to first dates. Sometimes I'm just like, if I'm feeling it, if I'm feeling that move, still going to give it a shot, even though not one time has it ever worked for me. Then again, I'm just off putting. So what's, f- <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it's bad sample. Bad and it's, sample it's the size. old numbers game of first yeah, 100%. dates. Uh, but
1: I mean, there's another thing there too. First time meeting in person. I feel like potential, like initial awkward, Little tension meeting for the first time in person, diffuser would be fucking check this out. I found that movie on VHS in the thrift store. Oh shit, I had a copy of this when I was a kid or whatever. Boom, you're fucking off to the races. You're in the
0: conversation zone. What do you wrap it in? Hmm. Because I fe- mm. do you even wrap it? Yeah.
1: Uh, I just like it- unwrapping stuff, but first date, if we're trying to kind of minimize the gift angle, you just pop it out of a coat pocket. Yeah, open open your jacket up, and there's a cherry time in now. there. Fuck. Yeah, where do you even hide this? In your bra. There you go. V- VHS in the bra. Stuff titty, it. titty VHS. Stuff it in your short shorts.
0: Yep. Pull it Is out your a- fucking coochie cutters.
1: Is that a VHS in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Actually, it's both. I've been looking forward to meeting you, and I found this copy of Jerry Maguire at the local Goodwill.
0: Let's send it to Everything is Terrible.
1: (laughs) There you go. Yeah, you can make the pilgrimage to the Jerry Pyramid together. That's a great first
0: date. (laughs) Good shit. I saw somebody wearing an Everything is Terrible t-shirt the other night. Oh, hell yeah. The thing is, they were like 15, so I couldn't, and they were at like a restaurant. And I didn't want to be like, I like your shirt in front of their fucking parents and You know what I mean? Like, that one sucked. Hell yeah,
1: though. The fucking user out there repping everything is terrible. Kids are all right. I've got my little fucking tote bag I got for free with the all over print Jerry shirt I ordered years ago. Nice. That has helped. I use it for fucking errands constantly. It has held up. It has a little VHS with an I symbol. And I made friends with the cashier at the grocery store near me because she was like, oh, shit, I have that same tote bag. Fucking everything is terrible. Uh, We we were talking about that. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right, you want to do one more quick one? Let's do a quickie. Maybe involving a a large ungulate? Yeah, let's (laughs) hear it. Oh, wait, did you read the... I did. Did you read? Okay fuck jesus why can i never remember this shit (laughs) all right press your caps lock key and who did the vet call when he saw the hippo
0: ultrasound who did the vet call when the hip saw the hippo ultrasound you didn't you never explained it's in the discord it taunts me nightly i can't (laughs) handle it
1: folks another plug for the patreon Patreon patreon.com rftb support the show you can hop in the discord with us and when does me post all kinds of crazy shit? Like, you ever scroll to the bottom of an article, oh, and you start seeing the crazy ads? Yeah. Like, the man gives girlfriend a necklace. Two years later, she screams when she dot, dot, dot. And there's, like, a fucked-up necklace and a sad person with a rash shaped like the necklace. Very strange. Uh, always place a toilet paper roll under the toilet seat at night. Here's why. And there's a toilet seat propped up by a by a roll. But my favorite I found was indeed hippo refuses to give birth. When vet sees the ultrasound, he calls dot dot dot. And Please there is go. an edited picture. I have to imagine of a hippo oh, with yeah. a tiny head and just a caked up hippo ass at the back. Pregnant? Yeah, I don't think a pregnant, pregnant, hippo, pregnant. hippo actually looks like this. Uh, and this was sponsored I mean, content
0: They don't not
1: look oh, like shit. that Okay hold on we're googling Pregnant hippos back here Pregnant hippo Uh Okay Maybe it is isn't edited Maybe they get fucking extra huge They
0: get ludicrous bag
1: I mean I guess a hippo baby is still A big old motherfucker Oh shit this is a picture of a hippo Straight up giving birth Woo I don't like that. What the fuck is going on there? It's a big sack coming out of back of that hip. That's
0: what you get with. Oh, yeah, that's that one.
1: (laughs) But so I didn't I didn't click this, though, because kind of the whole thing with the crazy ads uh, is that they're all viruses and scams down there at the bottom and they want you to click them. They're trying real hard to make you click them. But old Dono is too smart for that business. And I never click them. I simply continue to scroll to see what wild shit I can find, and then I Kiko's reposted it in the Discord. I'm sorry, Kiko. Shouts out. <laughs> but That's uh, funny. if any of you out there comes across that article and are braver than I, do us a favor and click it and let us know what was in the hippo ultrasound. Here, this could be a little fun outro bit, Audrey, before we get to the end here. What do you think was Ooh. on the
0: hippo ultrasound? Aliens
1: shit just full of aliens yes i'm doing this <laughs> in <Calo's> hands oh <laughs> i thought you were doing as if those were like the the vaginal lips of a hippo and you were the alien peeking out like there's aliens in here there's aliens hippo's- this, hippo's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> this hippo pussy
0: <laughs> i think it's the vet <laughs>
1: himself <laughs> Ooh. I think the ultrasound. It's him in there, and he's oh oh. I can explain. Oh. <laughs> he's like that hole. That hole is made for me. Uh, <laughs> it's my hole, and it's a fucking hippo pussy. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I'm Woo! fucking. I'm a goofy motherfucker. That's true. But whoever is making these goddamn headlines, give me that job. Oh yeah. Can you imagine? Uh, she listened to this acclaimed dating and relationship podcast, but suddenly she looked outside dot dot dot, and it turns out there was thousands of suitors who had heard how how cool this person was for listening to the program, and okay. so did you, listener. Thanks Woo. for tuning in. Let's give him a round Let's of applause for the applause. listener
0: this time.
1: You like that? Is that a good you sound like for them you?
0: Claps. Did you like where I said "hippa pussy repeatedly?
1: (laughs) Pussy. Oh, it's the end of the show and we have no guests this week, but so we got to do what we do every week, which is shout out our patrons at the $10 level, folks, patreon.com slash RFTB as that fucking bird mentioned at the ad break five bucks a month, you get a bonus episode each week, access to all the old ones. But you also can get, at $10, a shout-out at the end of the program. And it goes a little something like this. Big
0: shouts it-
1: <laughs> to our beloved
0: Day One Barb. Big shouts to Spreadable Fruit. Shouting out Daddy, our good friend Dylan. Canceled. We're sh- <laughs> <laughs> we're shouting out my dad from episode 105 the yellow rose of toteland we're going to shout out ryan rich homie click clack
1: we're going to shout out motherfucking mickey fly kick we're also going to shout out ren Woo! and 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 we're shouting out andy i could have done that better there was something there and and dandy and dandy and dandy and anthony limberg fuck yeah a shout out to all of you thank you so much for your support your name too could be up there on the marquee head on over to patreon.com slash rftb
0: thanks once again for listening uh also i'm just i'm gonna say it again thank you for challenging us thank you for uh giving us the opportunity to grow and learn from our audience uh we love you thanks bye Mm